Hello, welcome back to Meditating the Word. My name is Cherie. I'm your host and fellow traveler on this journey through the Bible in a year. Whether you've been reading the Bible for years, or if this is your first time to read it from Genesis to Revelation, I'm so glad to have you with us. We are in the eighth month of our journey, and we still have a lot of people to meet and places to visit. So let's jump into today's passage. This is day 230. Today, we're reading from Jeremiah 38 through 40 and Psalms 74 and 79. I'm reading from the World English Bible. Let's get started. The Book of Jeremiah, chapters 38 through 40. Shephatiah, the son of Matan, Gedaliah, the son of Pashur, Jukal, the son of Shalamiah, and Pashur, the son of Malchijah, heard the words that Jeremiah spoke to all the people, saying, The Lord says, He who remains in this city will die by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. But he who goes out to the Chaldeans will live. He will escape with his life, and he will live. The Lord says, This city will surely be given into the hand of the army of the king of Babylon, and he will take it. Then the princes said to the king, Please let this man be put to death, because he weakens the hands of the men of war who remain in this city, and the hands of all the people, in speaking such words to them. For this man doesn't seek the welfare of this people, but harm. Zedekiah the king said, Behold, he is in your hand, for the king can't do anything to oppose you. Then they took Jeremiah and threw him into the dungeon of Malchijah, the king's son, that was in the court of the guard. They let down Jeremiah with cords. In the dungeon there was no water but mire, and Jeremiah sank in the mire. Now when Abedmelech the Ethiopian, a eunuch who was in the king's house, heard that they had put Jeremiah in the dungeon, the king was then sitting in Benjamin's gate, Abedmelech went out of the king's house and spoke to the king, saying, My lord the king, these men have done evil in all that they have done to Jeremiah the prophet, whom they have cast into the dungeon. He is likely to die in the place where he is because of the famine, for there is no more bread in the city. Then the king commanded Abedmelech the Ethiopian, saying, Take from here thirty men with you, and take up Jeremiah the prophet out of the dungeon before he dies. So Abedmelech took the men with him, and went into the house of the king under the treasury, and took from there rags and worn-out garments, and let them down by cords into the dungeon to Jeremiah. Abedmelech the Ethiopian said to Jeremiah, Now put these rags and worn-out garments under your armpits under the cords. Jeremiah did so. So they lifted Jeremiah up with the cords and took him up out of the dungeon, and Jeremiah remained in the court of the guard. Then Zedekiah the king sent and took Jeremiah the prophet to himself into the third entry that is in the Lord's house. Then the king said to Jeremiah, I will ask you something. Hide nothing from me. Then Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, 
If I declare it to you, will you not surely put me to death? If I give you counsel, you will not listen to me. So Zedekiah the king swore secretly to Jeremiah, saying, As the Lord lives who made our souls, I will not put you to death. Neither will I give you into the hand of these men who seek your life. Then Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, The Lord, the God of armies, the God of Israel, says, If you will go out to the king of Babylon's princes, then your soul will live, and this city will not be burned with fire. You will live along with your house, but if you will not go out to the king of Babylon's princes, then this city will be given into the hand of the Chaldeans, and they will burn it with fire, and you won't escape out of their hand. Zedekiah the king said to Jeremiah, I am afraid of the Jews who have defected to the Chaldeans, lest they deliver me into their hand, and they mock me. But Jeremiah said, They won't deliver you. Obey, I beg you, the Lord's voice, in that which I speak to you, so it will be well with you, and your soul will live. But if you refuse to go out, this is the word that the Lord has shown me. Behold, all the women who are left in the king of Judah's house will be brought out to the king of Babylon's princes, and those women will say, Your familiar friends have turned on you and have prevailed over you. Your feet are sunk in the mire. They have turned away from you. They will bring out all your wives and your children to the Chaldeans. You won't escape out of their hand, but will be taken by the hand of the king of Babylon. You will cause this city to be burned with fire. Then Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, Let no man know of these words, and you won't die. But if the princes hear that I have talked with you, and they come to you and tell you, Declare to us now what you have said to the king. Don't hide it from us, and we will not put you to death. Also tell us what the king said to you. Then you shall tell them. I presented my supplication before the king that he would not cause me to return to Jonathan's house to die there. Then all the princes came to Jeremiah and asked him, and he told them according to all these words that the king had commanded. So they stopped speaking with him, for the matter was not perceived. So Jeremiah stayed in the court of the guard until the day that Jerusalem was taken. In the ninth year of Zedekiah king of Judah, in the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon and all his army came against Jerusalem and besieged it. In the eleventh year of Zedekiah, in the fourth month, the ninth day of the month, a breach was made in the city. All the princes of the king of Babylon came in and sat in the middle gate. Nergal Sharezer, Samgarnebo, Sarsakim, the Rabseris, Nergal Sharezer, the Rabmag, and all the rest of the princes of the king of Babylon. When Zedekiah the king of Judah and all the men of war saw them, then they fled and went out of the city by night, by the way of the king's garden, through the gate between the two walls, and he went out toward Arabah. But the army of the Chaldeans pursued them and overtook Zedekiah in the plains of Jericho. When they had taken him, they brought him up to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, to Riblah in the land of Hamath, and he pronounced judgment on him. Then the king of Babylon killed Zedekiah's sons in Riblah before his eyes. 
the king of Babylon also killed all the nobles of Judah. Moreover, he put out Zedekiah's eyes and bound him in fetters to carry him to Babylon. The Chaldeans burned the king's house and the people's houses with fire and broke down the walls of Jerusalem. Then Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, carried away captive into Babylon the rest of the people who remained in the city, the deserters also who fell away to him, and the rest of the people who remained. But Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, left of the poor of the people who had nothing in the land of Judah, and gave them vineyards and fields at the same time. Now Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, commanded Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard concerning Jeremiah, saying, Take him and take care of him, do him no harm, but do to him even as he tells you. So Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, Nebuchadnezzar, Rabsaris, and Nergal Sherezar, Rabmog, and all the chief officers of the king of Babylon sent and took Jeremiah out of the court of the guard and committed him to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, that he should bring him home. So he lived among the people. Now the Lord's word came to Jeremiah while he was shut up in the court of the guard, saying, Go and speak to Abedmelech the Ethiopian, saying, The Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will bring my words on this city for evil and not for good, and they will be accomplished before you in that day. But I will deliver you in that day, says the Lord, and you will not be given into the hand of the men of whom you are afraid, for I will surely save you. You won't fall by the sword, but you will escape with your life, because you have put your trust in me, says the Lord. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, after Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, had let him go from Ramah, when he had taken him, being bound in chains among all the captives of Jerusalem and Judah, who were carried away captive to Babylon, the captain of the guard took Jeremiah and said to him, The Lord your God pronounced this evil on this place, and the Lord has brought it and done according as he spoke. Because you have sinned against the Lord and have not obeyed his voice, therefore this thing has come on you. Now behold, I release you today from the chains which are on your hand. If it seems good to you to come with me into Babylon, come, and I will take care of you. But if it seems bad to you to come with me into Babylon, don't. Behold, all the land is before you, where it seems good and right to you to go. Go there. Now while he had not yet gone back, go back then, he said, to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, whom the king of Babylon has made governor over the cities of Judah, and dwell with him among the people, or go wherever it seems right to you to go. So the captain of the guard gave him food and a present and let him go. Then Jeremiah went to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, to Mizpah, and lived with him among the people who were left in the land. 
Now when all the captains of the forces who were in the fields, even they and their men, heard that the king of Babylon had made Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, governor in the land, and had committed to him men, women, children, and of the poorest of the land, of those who were not carried away captive to Babylon, then Ishmael, the son of Nathaniah, and Johanan, and Jonathan, the sons of Kareah, and Saraiah, the son of Tanhumeth, and the sons of Ephai, the Netophathite, and Jezaniah, the son of the Maachathite, they and their men came to Gedaliah, to Mizpah. Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, swore to them and to their men, saying, Don't be afraid to serve the Chaldeans. Dwell in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and it will be well with you. As for me, behold, I will dwell at Mizpah to stand before the Chaldeans who will come to us, but you gather wine and summer fruits and oil and put them in your vessels and dwell in your cities that you have taken. Likewise, when all the Jews who were in Moab and among the children of Ammon and in Edom and who were in all the countries heard that the king of Babylon had left a remnant of Judah and that he had set over them Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, then all the Jews returned out of all the places where they were driven and came to the land of Judah, to Gedaliah, to Mizpah, and gathered very much wine and summer fruits. Moreover, Johanan, the son of Kareah, and all the captains of the forces who were in the fields, came to Gedaliah, to Mizpah, and said to him, Do you know that Baalis, the king of the children of Ammon, has sent Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, to take your life? But Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, didn't believe them. Then Johanan, the son of Kareah, spoke to Gedaliah in Mizpah secretly, saying, Please, let me go, and I will kill Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, and no man will know it. Why should he take your life, that all the Jews who are gathered to you should be scattered, and the remnant of Judah perish? But Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, said to Johanan, the son of Kareah, You shall not do this thing, for you speak falsely of Ishmael. The Book of Psalms, Psalm 74, A Contemplation by Asaph God, why have you rejected us forever? Why does your anger smolder against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you purchased of old, which you have redeemed to be the tribe of your inheritance, Mount Zion, in which you have lived. Lift up your feet to the perpetual ruins, all the evil that the enemy has done in the sanctuary. Your adversaries have roared in the middle of your assembly, they have set up their standards as signs. They have behaved like men wielding axes, cutting through a thicket of trees. Now they break all its carved work down with hatchet and hammers. They have burned your sanctuary to the ground. They have profaned the dwelling place of your name. They said in their heart, we will crush them completely. They have burned up all the places in the land where God was worshipped. We see no miraculous signs. There is no longer any prophet. Neither is there among us anyone who knows how long. How long, God, shall the adversary reproach? 
Shall the enemy blaspheme your name forever? Why do you draw back your hand, even your right hand? Take it from your chest and consume them. Yet God is my king of old, working salvation throughout the earth. You divided the sea by your strength. You broke the heads of the sea monsters in the waters. You broke the heads of Leviathan in pieces. You gave him his food to people and desert creatures. You opened up spring and stream. You dried up mighty rivers. The day is yours. The night is also yours. You have prepared the light and the sun. You have set all the boundaries of the earth. You have made summer and winter. Remember this, that the enemy has mocked you, O Lord. Foolish people have blasphemed your name. Don't deliver the soul of your dove to wild beasts. Don't forget the life of your poor forever. Honor your covenant, for haunts of violence fill the dark places of the earth. Don't let the oppressed return ashamed. Let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, God, plead your own cause. Remember how the foolish man mocks you all day. Don't forget the voice of your adversaries. The tumult of those who rise up against you ascends continually. Psalm 79, a psalm by Asaph. God, the nations have come into your inheritance. They have defiled your holy temple. They have laid Jerusalem in heaps. They have given the dead bodies of your servants to be food for the birds of the sky, the flesh of your saints to the animals of the earth. They have shed their blood like water around Jerusalem. There was no one to bury them. We have become a reproach to our neighbors, a scoffing and derision to those who are around us. How long, O Lord? Will you be angry forever? Will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that don't know you, on the kingdoms that don't call on your name. For they have devoured Jacob and destroyed his homeland. Don't hold the iniquities of our forefathers against us. Let your tender mercies speedily meet us, for we are in desperate need. Help us, God of our salvation, for the glory of your name. Deliver us and forgive our sins for your name's sake. Why should the nation say, Where is their God? Let it be known among the nations before our eyes that vengeance for your servant's blood is being poured out. Let the sighing of the prisoner come before you. According to the greatness of your power, preserve those who are sentenced to death. Pay back to our neighbors seven times into their bosom their reproach with which they have reproached you, Lord. So we, your people, and sheep of your pasture, will give you thanks forever. We will praise you forever to all generations. Father God, we do give you praise forever. Help us to remember, Father, not to just cry out to you in desperation, not to come to you only when we need something. 
You have already provided us with everything we need for life and godliness. Help us to remember, Father, to come to you with thanksgiving and praise, because you alone are worthy of all of our praise. Amen. Well, there we have it, another chapter in our journey through the Bible. It isn't always easy to understand, but remember, it isn't a race, and each word we read is a seed planted in our hearts. Thank you for being part of this journey. Join us tomorrow and every day as we continue our journey through the pages of the Bible. This is Cherie signing off for the day. Remember, you are in my prayers. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.